Asian Avengers. So weak. Avengers. So weak. Asian, Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know. Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Did you ever um go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. But you can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And welcome. This is our 55th episode. Woo-hoo! And before we start the show, just a qu- quick shout out to our network listening party and Canal Street Market, Canal Street Radio. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and Canal Street Market. And also, if you're listening on your phones right now, please take a screenshot and put it on the gram. Yes. In the form of a story. And tag us. Yes. And if you say something nice, we'll regram it. Yes. And leave an iTunes review. That helps us a lot. Yes. This really helps, guys. So please do that. Please, please. Um, Mike and I, if you guys were following us on Instagram, we were just in Washington, D.C. Yes. And that was great. It was cool. That was our first uh, road, co-road gig. It was our first co-road gig. And I got to tell you, when we first started this operation, I thought... I definitely thought we'd go on tour at some point. I just didn't know that it was going to be for an academic event. Uh, I knew right away. I knew. <laughs> I was like, we got that. You know, like there's different circuits out there. There's like, you know, you can do like, you know, obviously clubs, you can do colleges. I was like, mm, Asian scholars. Asian scholars. Untapped market. Yes, we were hired via Instagram. Yeah, it was cool. By APIA Scholars, which is like a scholarship for, um, you know, Asian and Pacific Islander students in the U.S., and, we, and abroad, I guess, too. And, like, and U.S. territory. U.S. territory, yes. yes. And uh, they, I was going to say they flew us out. They didn't. They, they us, trained us out. They trained us out via Amtrak. Got us a hotel. It was a nice hotel. Separate rooms. Separate rooms. Separate rooms. We had to fight for that. <laughs> Dude, they were going to put us in one room. I was ready. You were ready? I was ready. You're almost 40. Dude, I, I don't care. <laughs> Dude, I'm immigrant, I'm immigrant status, okay? I, uh. I'm like... I get to sleep in a bed. Yeah. That's amazing. When mm. I, my family, we used to travel around. I don't know if you guys did this. When we would travel around, I uh, we would we would always get one, like uh, we would get the cheapest room, which was always like a one bed. Yeah. Right? And so my sisters and my mom would sleep there and then I would always sleep on the ground and we wouldn't get a cot. What? I would just straight up sleep on the ground. This is when you're, you, you, you go on family trips? Hell yeah, dog. That's crazy. Where's your dad? My dad was also sleeping on the ground. Oh my god! Viet Club sleeping on the ground. 30, 40 dudes in there. Sometimes I would we would invite other families. Wow! All of us crammed in there. We'd be sneaking a pillow in and shit. Dude, this <laughs> yeah, explains dog. so much. Dude, I'm all about like uh, that's that's my that's my rough in it. Which is yeah 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 so yeah, I got yeah, a bed yeah 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 to myself in her own room by myself. Oh, my grandparents would be disappointed. That's crazy. See, that's the fundamental between me, you, and I. You know, jungle style. I'm luxurious Asian. I'm not. I'm on the so ground. So we went to DC and uh, we were hired to like give. It was basically like a motivational sp- speech, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, I guess we they came in. They wanted to give us. They wanted us to give our perspective as like creative Asians. I thought maybe it was a trap. I was like, oh, you know, like don't do what these guys did. Oh yeah, you know, because <laughs> the other us. yeah the other speakers are like. <laughs> You know, from you know, the Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo, <laughs> uh, Harvard. Uh, yeah. You know, people like people who have like master's degrees and this and that, PhDs yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Like all the other people, you know. And then they have like uh, speakers and you know in STEM and 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 in other like I don't know communications y types of stuff. But yeah, we were like this kind of other thing where we got to speak to them. We just told them about our like. I guess comedy journey, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and how that applies. To I can't them. believe they paid us money to do that. They paid us money. You, they paid us money for you to tell them a story about how <laughs> you didn't get a, your first job until you were like twenty six, and then you yeah. got fired, and I then got fired right you away. Start, you did an open mic after, it and we got paid to do that. Yeah, I don't. 
Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you were telling that story, mm-hmm. it was like there were three sad moments. Yeah. And then you stopped the story there. Yeah, I just stopped. And I thought that was so funny because the kids were expecting like a. No. But I. But then this magical thing happened, and now nope. I'm successful, and then nope. you just ended it there. This is this is the magical this thing. Is the, the act. The, <laughs> this is the best part of the of my career is being up here telling getting to. You know what it is? Comedians are demotivational speakers. Yes. We're not motivated. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you know, motivated speakers like, oh, look inside yourself. You are everything you need. And d- comedians are, you ain't shit. Yeah, you're never I enough. I ain't shit. <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> and that's what comedians do. That's a great sketch, demotivation. demotivation we, should go, we should go into places like WeWorks. Yeah. And we should go in there and be like, you ain't shit. <laughs> Your idea is stupid. Okay, you're ruining the planet. Oh my God. Just like, Knocking documents on people's people's tables and shit. <laughs> yeah. you know? Delete your fucking accounts. Yeah. So, um, so that was, it was fun. amazing. It was really it was cool. It was uh cool like going back and forth like uh the two of us on stage and we had worked really hard on it. We, we worked really hard on it. We, yeah. We worked on the train like businessmen. Yes. It was crazy. Yes. I I, I hate doing that. But yeah. here we were, we were like typing in shit in Google Docs and like reviewing it over and over. People must have thought we were crazy. I know. Um, I do want to uh, give a shout out to the, to, the, to the children, to the students who were the there. Students, yeah, it the students, yeah. It was so nice. Really to, cool. You know, we ain't shit, but it we was nice shit. to like, I mean, from their perspective, it would have been nice if, when I was in college, it would have been nice to like hear that. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, totally. Like just to know that it's okay to not know what you want and you can like make up a job if you want to and you can like change things in, in your, in the middle of your twenties. Right. It's, it's a, it's a, it's, I think it's kind of a freaky idea because even, even when I was in college, I kind of knew like you, you could do nonprofit work. Yeah. Right. And you know, that's, that's a fine path too, but it's like, it's not what you think it's going to be like, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people who go into nonprofit work who, um, want to do like, you know, help, help the world. But like, there's, there's still a lot of like challenges and you might find you don't like it. Like I was doing nonprofit work mm-hmm. or I was, I thought I wanted to. And then I realized, no, I want a nice office, <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 and I was yeah, like, yeah. that's a weird, a weird thing because it feels like you're being selfish, Yeah, you know, but Hey, sometimes you got to be a little selfish. I think sometimes you got to ke- tell, yeah. especially these like young, hopeful kids. Hey, yeah. it's okay I mean, I think, think all those, yourself, all those guys, we joked about this, but literally the second they graduate, they're already going to beat us at life. Oh yeah, because that one girl had a fellowship at McKinsey, and this other girl <laughs> yeah. went to Harvard, and, was, <laughs> and then someone else had an Amazon internship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't have an internship ever. I had an internship. That girl at- was funny because we're like, "Oh, what do you want to do?" And she's like, "Well, I want to work for this nonprofit, but I also have an a- internship at Amazon." And it's like, I "Oh know. God, you want both? You want both?" Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Before we get into it, let's do a shout out to our Patreon supporters for the week, as we always do. Uh, and, and listeners, if you don't know what we're doing right now, we always uh, give a shout out to our new Patreon subscribers for the week, and by uh, we honor them by trying to guess what ethnic they are based on their last name <laughs> honor them <laughs> we honor them by honor them yeah. it's a very dangerous racist game yes uh, so did we do Lawrence Vo last time I feel like we did uh, Vietnamese I Vietnamese okay. Vo hell yeah. yeah next Andy Lai L-A-I L-A-I or? oh Vietnamese also yeah my uh, yeah my one of my uncles is Lai really yeah when I was living in Ohio it's an unusual Vietnamese name there was only one Chinese restaurant it was called Lai Lai was it also LAI? LAI. So I thought mm, it was Chinese. Maybe it's Chinese, but maybe. I have a... There's also Vietnamese lies. Then we got Vera Chow. C-H-O-W. C-H-O-W. Yep. Yes. That's Chinese. Chinese. Yep. Almost yep, yep. two Chinese. <laughs> Is that bad? Yes. <laughs> she, she gave us a lot of money. Let's say something nice to her. Thank you, Vera. Oh, nice hair, Vera. She does have cool hair. I think she's an actress, maybe. Oh. Um, Lisa Lamb dash P-H-A-U-R-E. P-H-A-U. Fowr? 
Far E. Fairy? Fairy? So the first part is Vietnamese. So yep. she thinks she got married yeah. to... Oh, she got married, but she kept her identity. Mm. Mm. Strong move. Strong take that, move. Take that, white husband. Take I that. Was, I was thinking that because when I got married, because... Uh, Gina is, you know, you know, Korean. she's Korean. Yeah. But then, if she took my last name, she would be Gina Nguyen, and yeah. then it's almost like she would become Vietnamese. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, All yeah, of a yeah. sudden, she'd have to drive a Mercedes and like wear rocket dogs. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> These are but inside jokes people, I don't Vietnamese get this. People know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of weird because like it's like it's like if you you know you, if I my, my name is Michael Nguyen, and if if like my mom had gotten married. You know, or gotten divorced and got married, and, and made us all change our names or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, suddenly Michael Chow or, or yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Michael uh, uh, Park. Uh, Park. Yeah. I'm like suddenly another Asian. Yeah. And that would like fuck with everybody's minds. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll perceive you as Korean. Yeah. So like, I think it's interesting because Asian people we can't change our names. As you know, we have to kind of think about when right. we change our names, right. especially if you change it from one Asian to another Asian. Ooh. That's a weird thing to think. That about. That is a weird thing to think about. Hmm. Mm. You got us thinking, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> uh, then we got Jason Joven, J-O-V-E-N. J-O-V-E-N. Yeah, there's a, I think he's Asian. There's a picture of him. Huh. I think that's Filipino. Like, like Hoven. Hoven. That's kind of a tight name. Yeah. And then we got Danny Chang. Danny he, Chang. He's Korean. Oh, my God. He's actually my friend from college. Oh, really? Finally, a friend of mine. Someone who believes, who believes in, in me. Wow. This whole podcast, I mean, the, if you look at their Patreon, it's like 80% Mike's friends. Yeah, and, it is. Shouts to my and friends. And then one friend from high school for me, but this is my second friend. Awesome. So this, this is so nice. I'm going to start crying. Thank you, Danny, so much. Thank you very much. He's a really cool dude. He's an incredible guitarist. I don't even know if he plays anymore, but he was the man in college. Well, thank you very much to um, all of our Patreon supporters. Yes, and just a quick shout out. Uh, not a shout out. A quick announcement. Uh, our bonus episode is going to come out on the 13th. So if you want to get it on it, go to patreon.com slash asian not asian pod and give us your hard earned cash yes for some bonus content need it. and uh you know i think our listeners have been patient with us we've been talking for like 10 minutes yes. about some bullshit but <laughs> let's get it let's get into our guest dude oh my god our guest today she's a comedian slash writer based in new york city she was tbs's 2018 comics to watch did you know that no i didn't she was on hbo's crashing a part that i didn't get that's uh, awesome. <laughs> she's a writer for the New Yorker, New York Times, McSweeney's. Have you got any of those, Mike? Hell no. She is biracial. This is on our website. I'm not just saying this. She's biracial. Hold on here. <laughs> That's what is this a credit? <laughs> it's a credit. Okay. It's a credit. <laughs> maybe she. Maybe the next time she gets on stage, she can be brought up as this. She's biracial. <laughs> she's Midwestern. This is also okay. She's a feminist. She also has freckles. Freckles is a credit? That's a credit. Okay, I gotta start putting more credits. Yeah, 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 yeah. For myself. Hey, man, let's give it up for the very funny Julia Shippen! Yes! Julia Shippen! Wow. Freckles is not a credit. It's a credit. I did not put that as a credit. Did you not, was that credit. on your website? Yeah, I said I have freckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like. So it's part of the brand. Announce me as credit. Uh, freckles. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the brand, though. Freckles. I guess. Mm. Do you have any freckle jokes? Not really. Mm. Should I? Yeah. I think that's an untapped thing. I've never heard people talk about it. I have I heard that people are doing tattooed freckles though, and that is some bullshit. <gasps> no. That's stupid, right? What? Who? 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 By people? By who's who, doing who do you that? Mean? Women? Just of all groups? You mean like Americans and stuff? Yeah. Wow. Like yeah, I think so. To be to be cute. Yeah. Wow. How do you? How does that make you feel as a freckled Midwestern biracial woman? <laughs> <laughs> I just think like. Well, I was talking about it with someone like, you know, they were like, well, people like tattoo their eyebrows on. Yes. You know? yes, yes, yes. But it's like, we all deserve the right to eyebrows. You know what yes. I mean? <laughs> like, eyebrows it's is like. It's in the constitution. It's yeah. in the constitution. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and like freckles are just like, that's not what most people have. It's like imperfect. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, 
you know, clusters of melanin that shouldn't probably be there. Right. So it just seems weird to intentionally put this like not like it's a flaw, but it's like a random feature. Right. Right. On your face. Did you not like your freckles? When you're growing up, I did not. Really, did you get picked on? Hmm? You got picked on. I just not even picked on, but people be like, "Oh, freckles, freckles, freckles." Oh, like, oh, kind of like what I just did. Yeah, exactly. Um. I mean, I'm fine with it now, though. Like now, I think it's good, but I also like care about skincare now and like want to make sure that I like am you know putting on my SPF and doing all that stuff. And when I was like a little kid, I didn't give a shit about that. So. They're fine. I'm is, cool with them. I know sp- they make me stand out. Is there a special freckle care? You know? Uh, skin mm. freckle care? Oh, yeah. Do you, you buy sh- a special cream for freckles? Yeah. Yeah. Freckle no, skin no, no. Folks? There's only... Like, the only creams related to freckles are, like, get rid Asian of, creams right, to get rid, to get of, get rid them. of them. Ooh. Wow. That's, wow. That's offensive to people with freckles. Did, did, you, did your mom get... Uh, my mom got the tattoo eyebrow thingy. No, my mom didn't. Your mom didn't do no, that? No, but she has very light eyebrows. She has very light eyebrows, yeah. yeah. She pencils. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I that an Asian thing, the pencil thing? Because my mom did that. I think lots... Most think, women pencil. I think a lot of women do that, and then... It's it's kind of an Asian thing to get the tattoo done, mm-hmm. and my mom is like not really you know into like a lot of makeup and stuff like that. But she was just like it's just way more convenient, <laughs> you know, so just to get it done right away. For that one, you get it like removed with lasers, right? And then you get the tattoo. What? Oh, you, your hair? Your hair? Oh, because, you do? Right? Because um, otherwise, if you get the tattoo and then you get hair on top of that, that looks weird, right? I think that would no, look natural. I think, it, I think that's the idea. You kind of have you kind of have it on there. Oh, yeah. You kind of. Am I thinking of something both. weird? I thought they just get rid of it and then Fumi, they just tattoo it. We don't all have beautiful eyebrows like yourself, okay? We yeah, have I got made good brows. Really? You, you think so? I, I used to get made fun of in high school for my eyebrows. See, what? But, but I don't that, know. But it's the same thing. People used to make fun of Julia for her uh, freckles, and yeah. now it's an awesome feature. I know. I should, should start. I should start talking about. I should do some eyebrow material. Do you have any eyebrow care that you do? Oh my gosh. Yes, this is awesome to finally have you on i know where did you Thank meet you. julia do you remember meeting julia yes i uh, remember being intimidated by her same yes Why? same nice. i'll tell you i have my intimidation you are really story nice, but i mean you're like you you're really cool mm, yes 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 uh, you have freckles <laughs> and you you know your persona on stage is very like you know kind of like don't fuck with me it you know is, is you it? Don't it is fuck yeah with me kind of thing. it is not not mm-hmm. you know not, you're not like a bully on stage, but your your on stage persona is like I'm so over it. And if you come, <laughs> if you come talk to me, uh, I will be over you in a second. Oh shit! I don't yeah. want that. I gotta learn how to. No, it's a good way. No, it's a good I, thing. It, I, I, the vibe I got when I first saw you was like, oh, if like if some fuckboy try to be like hey yeah. what's your number you would just roast them immediately and yes. just like break his spirits like you can't even <laughs> yeah that's so I was true like, so I, was like, I can't even say hi I'm, I wasn't even gonna do that but I but can't yeah, even say hi but saying hi is different than a fuckboy asking for my number especially I know, but, as a comedian I know I gladly some, talk to you I know yeah. but sometimes guys get nervous and then it's, so it's a slippery slope and then you're like oh, I just wanna say hi what's your number and then <laughs> you <laughs> out. yeah 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 um, I remember when I first met Julia actually I think I probably just met you on the open mic scene, but I think the first year I was doing comedy, I like just was I was looking everybody on Google just to see like who they were and stuff, and I like uh, I stumbled upon your website, mm-hmm. and I saw that you did the Brooklyn Comedy Festival, and this is like 2015. I was like super new, and I was like, oh my god, like you know when you first start, you start like ranking people yeah. in your head like a hierarchy, which like does not exist by the way. No, it's it all bullshit. It's but, all in your mind. But when you're new, that's like the way you understand the comedy scene. So exactly. you're like, oh, so and so is like this level and so and so is this level and I'm above her and she's below me blah 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 Yeah. and so when I was looking at your website I was like oh she was a, I thought she was just an open micer but like clearly she's like this established comedian and all this stuff and so then I was like super intimidated to talk to you for like a very long time I don't even think we became close friends until like 
recently maybe like the last two years maybe yeah you i know? feel like we got tight when we went to um hell yes yes when we went to we went to new, new orleans. orleans yeah yeah, yeah, we yeah. i'm out. feeling excluded yeah. but thank yeah. you <laughs> yeah. that was fest we don't need to talk about but that was a fun ass weekend that was really fun yeah 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 that's um when i figured out that you like dance and then i was like oh julia is like a fun girl did I dance? You were dancing a little bit, was not I like drunk? not like twerking, but like we were we went to go see some jazz and stuff, like oh, yeah, some yeah, like yeah. fun jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I was um, drunk. I'll I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, dance yeah, yeah. when I'm drunk. But I'm not like a dance girl. <laughs> see, this is why I've I remember finding out that, um, you know, I, I saw you and I was like, a she is stylish, and then I found out that you're a copywriter, and I was like, we should be best friends. But I was like too intimidated to talk to you. Mm. I was like. You and I are in advertising together. Yes, yes, You know, yes. We, we have all those things. Are you still in, are you still doing advertising-y stuff? No, That's not amazing. really. That's awesome. Um, when did you quit? Like, yeah, well, how did you get into it, it I remember, first? yeah, yeah. Let's, wanna, let's start there. I want to know, like, yeah, how, did, did you, were you like me where you're like, oh, this is, could be like, this could be my job, you know, like job, mm -hmm. job. Like, this is like it, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, I feel like it wasn't really, so both my parents worked in advertising. Both oh, like, really? Yeah, so that that's a big part of it. Like, okay. both my parents are like on the creative side in mm. Chicago, worked at a lot of the big Ooh, I didn't agencies. Know that. Yeah, so that's how they met. Um, okay. And so I was just like around advertising people, like advertising adults a lot yeah. as a kid. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like my parents, when I was like little, they would like have their like, Media. advertising friends over for dinner and everyone would just like talk shit about like fucking account people and clients <laughs> and just like like I was like oh this is a nightmare like I do not want to work in this industry but my parents <laughs> were like no 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 you should do it you'd be good and I was like I don't want and I was like I'm gonna be a writer like I studied journalism I was like I'm yeah. gonna write for Vanity Fair I'm gonna like I thought I was gonna be just yeah, like this yeah. kind of purist whatever and then when I graduated college, uh, it was like, I graduated college in 2009 and the economy was oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shitty. fuck. Yes. It was like, and also the, it was like pre like Twitter journalism. Like there right. were not, it was still like kind of old school journalism. Yep. I don't think like social media yep. is what it is today for journalists. So um, I like start, my dad was like, I think you should like maybe think about copywriting. You'd mm -hmm. be really good at it. So I like sort of got in with like a, like an entry level copywriting job, like doing mostly social stuff. And then I sort of branched into like, you know, script writing and like other type, you know, campaign stuff. And then, so I was working at like a digital agency in Chicago and then I transferred mm. to their New York office mm -hmm. almost five years ago. I was there for a few years and then I went to another agency. So yeah, I don't know. Did you, it's chill. Did you want, did you want to be like a writer? Cause like, I, again, we're like really, really similar because I wanted to be that guy who was just like always reading books and like, you know, sitting with his dog and going, mm, I'm going to write a thought piece now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to relate it to Jordan's, you know, like I'm really deep, you know, and I wanted to be that. And then you still can be, Mike. I still can be, but I, I now know people who are in publishing and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, like anything else, it's not exactly what you think it's going to be like. Right. And there's not a lot of money in it until you get in, you're, until you're an editor and then you're not really writing anymore. Exactly. So I don't know. Did you want to do that when you first got started? I feel like I was like, all right, this is just a way for me to like pay the bills. I sort of felt yep. like I was like, I kind of feel like a sellout a little bit. Yeah. But then like 
for a little while I was like okay I think advertising like there is cool because I mean I'm sure you know this like there's so many very talented creatives in advertising and people who like have their own cool like side hustles whatever that is like really talented designers so I'm like I'm working around so many smart talented creative people Mm -hmm. like maybe I should like for a second I was like maybe I'm gonna be like a fucking hot check creative director one day and like start like a really feminist ad agency and like be like work with like very selective brands and like for like a second I had this you know but then I, think, I was yeah. like the day to day shit I just don't care about right mm. the conference calls the client bullshit I was yes. like nah this is not for me long what is term. the day to day for copywriters I always wondered like what you guys are doing um, other than like dressing that, cool and that's, like, that's the secret being, being loud by the we, coffee machine coming in late coming in late we don't do anything um, no we like are you guys on decks and stuff because I always yeah. work with data so I know what I'm doing day to day but I never knew I feel like we have to make decks a lot we have to do presentations it's a lot of, it's a lot of um, watching your ideas die mm-hmm. it's a lot of that it's a lot of it, it's it's honestly it, it's very similar to comedy in that you're just an idea machine they just say hey come up with a bunch of ideas around whatever selling boba and your your thing is like you'll like regurgitate like a bunch of ideas that you had tried before for like nike or ford uh, and I then see, like see, you, see. but you just repackage it for boba yeah and you just like do a like like you know whatever 20 ideas and then 19 of them will die and the worst idea will be the one that gets picked mm. uh, that's how it was for me that's fair and <laughs> instead of the client killing your idea in comedy it's the crowd the yeah, crowd. The crowd. <laughs> yeah and then you just got to do it again and yeah, then do it again, do it again. And, do it again. <laughs> and then it's hard to kind of like stay fresh because you're just like well but yeah you know, once in a while there's something cool like once in a while right right yeah. then you're sometimes like, yeah. it's fun yeah. it can be fun it can be fun so yeah. your mom worked in advertising and she was a copywriter you said she but my dad was a creative director my mom was like art direction okay so both more on the visual so side so is your mom your mom is Chinese yes is she like second third generation because she grew she, up in Hong Kong Oh, okay. I was going to say because you couldn't oh. do that job if you were like a recent immigrant or something. True, you, you'd true, have true. to have like master over the language to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, she like she had like British school teachers growing up and shit. Right, in right, 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 right. Um, but she and like her English is perfect. It's like you should like growing up if you called my house we had like uh, you know our answering machine my mom put on this crazy British accent it was <laughs> insane because so she, she thought it was like... sophisticated she's like hello you've reached 847 yeah. like, like people don't know who this person is when they call <laughs> our I home just call Mrs. Doubtfire what is happening <laughs> I can't do the accent yeah. but my friends would call and be like do you have a British like butler or something? And I was like, no, that's my mom. Just put it on a show. Did she ever that, do that? Like now, like, cause like I know Hong Kong people can sometimes like really lean into some weird accent they picked up from either school or just from whatever. Does she ever do that? Sometimes it'll come out. Like that when she so says funny. like water. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, mom. Okay, good. chill out, mom. That's we all amazing. know. We all know where you're from. You, have you been to Hong Kong? I have once. Okay. I want to go back. Do you have family tight. there? Cause I heard Hong Kong is the shit. Yeah, was it cool? Yeah, it was really cool. I was like, 17 when I went I want to go back um, the I don't really have I think most of my family is not there anymore mm, okay. I think mostly have passed right, um, right, right, right and like my mom's side of the family they're all in Seattle now but um, yeah Hong Kong is cool food is killer um, just cool fashion like cool art I really want yeah, to go back super yeah. international did you uh, I want to I want to talk a little about like about your background like you know like your mom was is from Hong Kong your mm-hmm. dad is I don't know where he's from but where, you, is, where is he from? Where is he from? <laughs> he's from Cincinnati, Ohio, oh, baby. Oh, shit. Beautiful, beautiful. Great place, great malls. <laughs> is that where you're from, Cincinnati or Cleveland? I'm in Columbus. Oh, Columbus, okay. Yeah. So were you very aware of your, you know, of of your your race as you were growing up? So I grew up in like a pretty diverse 
community mm-hmm. in terms of like like my high school was like it was like 50% white kids like 35% black kids and 15% other mm. but I did not grow up around a lot of Asians at all right. and I didn't have a lot of Asian family like mm-hmm. in the Chicagoland area so like you know my mom made me take Mandarin yeah. when I was seven and eight. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, but I hated it yeah, then. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. like, why am I doing this on Saturday morning? Like, oh, yeah. and like, you went and to like also, Chinese school? Chinese school. It, yeah, I guess. Damn. But it was, well, it was at Northwestern's campus because we uh-huh. lived a few blocks from Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So it was like, ugh, the class was like, the, the, Chinese woman teaching it her two halvesy kids mm. who you know were like fluent already and then like weird white adults <laughs> <laughs> what that's I, funny they were just, I was like I'm like eight oh and so you, just, you went to an actual language class not not even like I guess it was language class right. yeah. okay okay interesting and like also my mom speaks Cantonese so I was like oh, I feel like I should learn Cantonese, Cantonese. and she was like this is Mandarin is a business language this yeah, is the language yeah, yeah. of the future you yeah. gotta oh my god so I was like this like, doesn't I can't even talk to like my papa like with yeah, Mandarin yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. so I just I was like this is a waste of time I bitched every week yeah. for two years and then my mom was just like fuck it yeah 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 <laughs> we, did, let me let me quit when you were in school did people think you were asian like did you get asian jokes at you and stuff like that um i mean like not much i feel like people i just you know i still am told i have a racially ambiguous look right yeah people feel the need to tell me oh i would have thought you were this or this which is like <laughs> cool i don't know what you want me to do with that info <laughs> yeah, but yeah. thank you for pointing that out um so I, w- I don't really feel like I was just like made fun of, but I just felt like, you know, I felt, I was like, I'm not like white, right? but you know, I'm around a lot of white people. Mm. Um, I felt like an otherness, but yeah. I wasn't really sure what that was right. quite yet. Yeah. Cause I wasn't around a lot of Asian people. So it was like, I feel this other thing, but I'm not connected to that other thing. Yeah. I think it's a good experience mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that like a lot of people, whether it's, a lot of people experience some kind of otherness in their mm-hmm. life unless you're just like you yeah that's a very right, common right, right. theme among biracial people like especially among my friends I hear mm-hmm. that a lot because even if you had identified as Asian you might hear from your Asian friends well you're not really Asian you might hear that you know yeah, and that's very sure. hurtful because yeah. maybe you identify as Asian because you're more, more closer to your mother's culture whatever what are some like half Asian people problems what are like what's, <laughs> what's some funny. shit because I'm just trying to understand you know, I have some have friends who, you know, they listen to this podcast and they're like, I relate, but not really. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah. get it, but they don't really get it. Right. Because it's, it's a whole different world. And like, I feel like biracial people don't always have a community because it's not totally. black and white. It's not like Japanese town or Korea town. It's not like that. It's yeah. like, you could be biracial, but you could be hanging out with somebody who's half Korean, half white, which is not the same composition as you. Absolutely. And, and that might not be, you may not relate on certain things, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, so what are some things that, I don't know, I don't want to use the word struggle, but what are some things you were like thinking about? As you were growing up, you're like, man, this is weird. Or like, man, I wish I had a community for this. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. Any thoughts on that? You know, I've been around some like Asian Chinese traditions that I'm just more like, why are we doing this? Like, why, you know, just like paying respect to certain things that, yeah. it, that I'm just like, what, why, why, like, what, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> what is happening? Um, yeah. And on the other side, because I'm not fully white, I have a certain sensitivity yeah. to non-white perspectives yes. that sometimes like I feel like I will hear my white friends say something sort of stupid <laughs> and I, and, as they do yeah. and just like kind of be like oh, okay that's yeah. that's a little not okay that's to a- say I guess it's like subtle 
racist things that we all right, do right, that we right, all right, accidentally right, yeah. do but yeah. it's sort of like because you are two things you're sort of neither thing yes in yeah, a way. Of, course. of course it is interesting how the 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 mixed race experience is so diverse because there's so many combinations right, of so things kinds, you can right, be right and uh i feel like that's sort of like the next wave of like representation that needs to happen mm-hmm. like i want to hear mixed stories yeah because i don't hear like i'm, I'm excited about this Asian, like, there's cool shit happening right now, I think, in, like, media and, like, yes. mm-hmm. film and comedy and da-da-da with Asians. But I'm like, I want to hear from all types of mixed Asians and not just Asians, but, like, you know. Right, right, So, right, right. yeah, so going back to um, my other question, do you think that you <clears throat> are, are... Are you trying to be more explicit about doing that in your comedy? Like, you know? I mean, I don't know if it's intentional. I think maybe it is. Maybe, like... Maybe I'm, I think that I, I didn't see any like uh, Asian comics in Chicago for sure. Right. So it's cool being in New York and like seeing funny Asian comics mm-hmm. and being like inspired, being like, oh, that's like also a part of my, my life that like I have, I have a unique, uh, you know, yep. narrative about, like mm-hmm. I should tap into that. Probably stuff I'm, I'm, I'm. Hey, therapy, baby. Talking about <laughs> therapy. I'm like talking about stuff that I probably haven't thought about for a while. So yeah, I feel like it's not intentional or like strategic, but yeah, I think yeah, naturally yeah. it's going to come out. Yeah, yeah. Just from being out there. That's cool. Yeah, you have written on here a very funny question. I don't think I wrote this. Oh yes, I. Uh, so we were <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm not going to take responsibility for no, this. I'll, 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 I'll own it. I'll do it. Uh, so. Um, uh, we were talking about are there particular half Asian problems and one I've always thought about is uh, so in at, in California there's a lot of uh, uh, biracial people and at the time when I was in college the term they used was hapa mm-hmm. right and um, there's a hapa club at Berkeley and I remember the all the guys in the Asian American club with which I was in was like dude gotta get into that hapa club <laughs> Because, because, because uh, we would, because we would always be like, yeah, the Hopper girls are always the hottest girls, blah blah. blah. They all, you know, and I was like, oh, God, we, we got to join the Hopper club. <laughs> but you couldn't, right? You show up with like you, a blonde I mean, wig you know, or something. Like, anyone can join. Yeah, you know, by by, by university regulation, yeah, anyone yeah. could join any club, right? That's I, so I, funny. I, I was part of Indus. You know, I could have joined the Black Student Union if I wanted That's to. That's true. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but uh, but everybody, I guess I. That's so funny. In, I mean in the Hoppa Club, right? So <laughs> so I was always like, man, that's we're we're super creepy. So I wanted to ask, who's creepier when talking when when kinda trying to like get with you? White dudes or Asian dudes? Oh <laughs> well, okay. I don't think Asian dudes try to get with me. Really? You, you hear that a lot. Like Asian dudes don't really spit game. No, Asian you know, dudes, like but, I do not get hit on by Asian so here, dudes. So here, you know, and that kind of goes back around mm. to the that the, the the Asian bros I was hanging out with because we're always like, man, you know, it's like it's tough to talk to them, you know, because because <laughs> you're not doing it. Well, <laughs> you know, because I think yeah, we didn't like know what to say. We you know all of our usual jokes about whatever you know, like oh, how's your bio class going or whatever. Right. That's, see, but that's you think like, they wouldn't land with Hapa girls? I guess I guess the thing is like we we othered you. Right, and so yeah, we were, yeah, we're yeah, definitely yeah. like we don't know we don't know what where to begin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like othered as a verb. We othered you. We othered you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, other yeah. us. We other you. We yeah. it goes around in circles and circles. So for sure. But yeah, it's uh, so it's interesting. So like yeah, like, Asian guys don't talk to you. No, Asian guys have not hit on me. Wow. Like, ever. Really? No, no. But do, but do you get creepy white guys? 
I mean, I get creepy all types of guys. Oh yeah, but like go. actually, not even that. Is I'm not. I don't get hit on all that much. So I mean. It must be your stage presence. Yes, your stage yes. energy. <laughs> I didn't know that was my stage energy. Uh, I gotta work on that. No, I think it's cool. No, I think I think it's great. it really works. Okay, so, cool. Um, yeah, I remember um, I had a huge crush on a half Japanese girl in college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is, I, I think this was wrong of me, but like when I was younger, when I first was exposed to a half Jap or half Asian girl, first of all, I didn't know when I was like really young, like nine or ten. I didn't know that that was a thing that you could do. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, his dad is white and his mom yeah. is Asian, that's so that makes sense. It's like math. That, like, that's so cool. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I, I made like a half Japanese 50, friend. 50-50! Yes. I mean, yeah. it was like my mind was blown because all my <laughs> life I'd grown up in Japan where like everybody just looks Asian. And yeah, then yeah, I yeah. go to Ohio. I have black friends. Their yeah. parents are black. I have white friends. Their parents are white. And then I didn't know you could just mix shit. Like, I yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I was like a nine-year-old. You're like, that's crazy, right? But then I remember I met my first half, half Japanese uh, girl. A girl was in my class and she was like really cute. And they're like, I feel like half Asian girls for Asian dudes, it's like the physical embodiment of like American and Asian, right? Like a lot of Asian Americans yeah. will struggle with that identity of like, am I Asian or am I American? And you're both. But then like half people are like the physical embody- embodiment of that. And so there was something very attractive about that. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, oh, you can be like physically you look white and Asian. So you can, I always felt like they could just be both whenever you wanted, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But that maybe that's like a, you know fetishization or something i'm not maybe i'm not supposed to say that i don't know no i don't know i don't know that's why we're we have julie <laughs> yeah are you offended? i mean i think <laughs> no i'm not offended i think that makes a lot of sense but like like we were just talking about it's like there's the the other side of it where it's like yeah. because you're both you're kind of neither you're kinda in neither. a way yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i feel like there's pressure f- and not just like between people who are half white half asian but like any mixed people of course to pick a side at yeah. the end of the, mm, the day a little yeah, bit which yeah. is really tough yeah you know because I don't feel like I am super traditionally Chinese by any means, mm-hmm. but like I don't feel like just I don't feel straight up white for sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel mixed. Like that's there you go. Yeah. Well, well, do you remember the first time you saw somebody else who was half Asian, half white? Uh, You're like, whoa. <laughs> You're like me. Did that <laughs> there, happen? I don't know if there was like a moment, but I definitely, I feel like when I got to high school, there was like, I went to a big ass high school. There was like 3,400 kids mm. and there were like five or six other like half white, half Asian kids in my grade. And mm-hmm. I was like, what's up? <laughs> but <laughs> but I wasn't like tight with them really. Yeah. And there, and again, it was like a girl who's like half Japanese, like a, right. a, a guy who's half Japanese. Mm. Like it was like, you know, so th- even we're all then different. that wasn't like yeah, you, yeah. You know, even then there was like more complications going on. True. Man, well, this is uh, this is educational. Am I am I your first halfsy? I th- <gasps> no. Uh, oh. You're you're. We, we've had Simone Jacobson on, and she's um, Burmese and Jewish. She's Burmese, oh, that's Jewish, cool British. Yeah, yeah but we didn't get like too much into the identity stuff with mm-hmm. her. I don't think. Yeah, we didn't necessarily, and, and yeah. hers is like a like a lot more complicated. Whereas yeah. I feel. Well, also, we, like, you know. know you better, so, like, I feel like I could just ask you whatever, yeah. and then if you think I'm being rude, you can just slap me. I will. I will. Um, <laughs> Spit my boba at you. Let's shift a little bit. Let's talk about relationships, dude. Okay. Let's go there. <laughs> let's go there. So, Julia, you tweeted something that Mike and I have been... We talk about it, like, every week. It's fascinating. <laughs> wow. Every week. Um, wow, wow, wow. Just a little background. Yeah, sure. Mike and I, we're both in stable relationships, um, you know, yeah. um, but we're dudes. Uh, so we're you know we're always uh, horny, and oh you know we're always looking we're always looking for uh, looking at women and stuff like that. And then you tweeted something that was fascinating. What yeah. is this tweet? You don't even know <laughs> it's, it. It's, it was just fascinating <laughs> because we 
I don't know. I guess because we're losers. Is it because we're like so conservative? We can't even imagine what this would be like. But you tweeted that you were bisexual, but you had a boyfriend at the time. What was the tweet? I truly don't remember this. You were like, oh, oh, you were oh, like, oh. I'm coming. It was oh, like National right, Coming right, Out Day. Right, yeah. You came out as bisexual, which is fine. But you had a boyfriend, and I was like, oh, like that's so interesting. Like I wonder, like. If my girlfriend did that, like, I wonder how I would feel. Or, like, if I came how out as bi. How would you feel? If, if my girlfriend came out as bi yeah. while we were in a relationship? Yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah. I well, would, so you're married, so you have a little different. I would feel extremely threatened because I, uh, I have a fragile male ego. That yeah. That's really what this but is. It's, but it's also, me, it's also like. For I, sure. But it's weird because for you, it'd be weird because you're, like, married. So you're like. The same thing. Okay, like, what, the same thing. what am I going to do with this information? I mean, I think it'd be the same if we were long-term relationship or married or, or, or yeah, even whatever. I don't, know if, I don't know if threat is the word, but I, I would be like, oh, are you trying to tell me something? Like, is something wrong? Interesting. Yes. I would make it about me. Yes. I'd be like, what is, yes. you know? Well, I won't say too much about that. The tweet did not go well. Ah. Mm. Mm. It, yes. It went viral in my mind. I can tell you that. It did not go well <laughs> in my personal life. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. I think that... So here's the thing. I feel like the t- that tweet was like... I just... I don't identify as like aggressively straight. Mm, like I just mm-hmm. feel like it's like... I can be... I'm attracted to all types of people. Mm. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like right, I just right. feel like... And that's something I think I've only like sort of recently like come to terms with like right. I've always dated dudes but I think like just because as a woman you've always dated dudes doesn't mean you're straight yeah mm. so it means that it's like that's what I've done mm. but it's like I just think that we're getting like more I don't know I feel like we're getting so much more progressive with like what like you know like when Janelle Monet came out as like pansexual and honestly, I, th- I mean, I, frankly, I think being pan and bi is like sort of the same. I think bi mm. means like you are still conforming to like gender. Right. Gender. Uh, uh, binary. Pan mm. is just like. You're like kind of in. You're like, well, yeah. I don't care what you have between your legs. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Yep, yep. right. And I think, I mean, and that's just simply saying like you are attracted to all types of people or like open to all types of people. Right. But it's not like. I'm out in these streets just trying to uh, mm. be right, with right, everybody. Right. So, per so se. that tweet was important to you as like yeah. from an identity perspective. Yeah, I think it yeah. was just like I think this is like a cool thing happening, and I feel like comfortable saying that like mm. I agree with this and identify with this. Yeah. Yeah. See, if you but, were like that, now I feel a lot better. You know, if I was, I don't. I want to do some push-ups. But I don't so know. Did, <laughs> it, but that would upset you if like if yeah. But 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 this is what I don't get. So you are ma- you you both are with women. Yeah. Yes. So you Shouts. you have good relationships with these women, but they're also attracted to men who are not you. Yeah. And that sure. doesn't make yeah. you feel threatened. I'm super threatened by that as well. Uh, I am threatened by everything. So. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's that. But that's the thing is that I'm, that's why I think it's interesting that um, that you uh, tweeted that. Yeah. Because I think. You know, I have a very kind of like I I, I try to be uh, very woke with a lot of things, but then I also know that I'm I'm very uh, I, I it's just everything that people say about like you know the the, the masculine ego and mm-hmm. all these things is very true, especially for me. You know, I I'm very much about like uh, you know this this is the kind of relationship that I'm and I'm in. This is the role that I I play and this is the role that she plays. Right. And if um, something you know if I was with a partner who was not conforming to that it would be a challenge for me even though I'm like 
You know what I'm saying? Like even though I'm 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 trying to understand all these things. Yeah. And that's why I feel it's it's I mean it's important for me to you know to talk about it just yeah. because yeah. you know, I think I think for a lot of guys it's like, oh well it, I had a really bad joke about it for a while. It was Do like it. it's like, you know, um the the joke is I'm not gay or straight, I'm married. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like that's almost like that starts to that kind of identity almost like starts trumping all these other things. Sure. So for me, reading that tweet, it's like, well, it doesn't matter to say that because you're already in a relationship. So then you're you you don't have a sexuality in a way. Right. Oh, you know that's interesting. You're not that's available to anyone. You're not available to anyone. Yeah. But it obviously is important for you to go to to say something like that. You know. So I'm just trying to understand that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm not in that relationship anymore gotcha. yeah. um, <laughs> at, the, at the time i guess yeah but <laughs> yeah i mean i think that like it i i think that it's an important thing to like still even if you are in a relationship whether it's mm-hmm. you know a monogamous one or not like to mm. be in touch with that part of yourself i yep. think is good and uh, honestly i feel like women sort of have a privilege there where we can say that kind of stuff mm. where like you know a guy who's dating a woman can't necessarily maybe get away with a tweet like that where people will be like oh shit yeah is this yeah. blah 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 coming out as right. gay yeah, which like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. kind of that kind of sucks that men can't be that fluid with like they're just admitting that they can be attracted to to men mm. yeah that's true you know yeah. i feel there needs to be some sort of special category because i'm like 99% attracted to women yeah. but then also to like one or two guys. Yes, we've talked about this before. We, <laughs> had, a, we, had, a, we had a gay episode, remember? Did we? We talked about our gay experiences. <laughs> oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, I want to hear about your gay experiences. Well, we didn't. We, <laughs> we did get into it. We did get into we it. Did, we, I told we the, my, our one our one gay story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or I guess. Well, it we didn't wasn't do anything. <laughs> but this is how straight we are. Because if we're you if we straight. told you what we did, you'd be like, "That's not gay it's at not all." Gay at all. But it was the gayest thing we've done. Um, yes. But, but I. But I. But that's what you're saying. That's your point. It's like. I think there is a lot of pressure for, I don't know, pressure, I guess. I don't know. It's like you, you can't, you, you have to be 100% straight guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Peter Ravello has this whole thing that he plays on that, right? right, right on right. Twitter. And yeah. Twitter. Straight and Pete. Straight, straight Pete. Pete. It's yeah. so good. But, you know, but that's the, that's kind of like the whole thing is that you can't, like, you can't even, I can't even think about yeah. another guy being hot right if you're one inch off if you're one if you're a little bit yep. not yep. straight then you're totally gay yep. you know yep. what I'm yep. saying yep. and yep. it's like really weird a weird feeling so yeah. I feel like that's a prison though it is, it is. Like, <laughs> oh no it's freaky this is an awakening I it mean I just like I don't think like I think it's like when guys say that like other guys who I think are very comfortable with themselves and their masculinity and just who, you know and they're like oh blah 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 is a hot is a hot dude like yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. cool I like that yeah. I mean, yeah. it's that. changing though people are starting to say that at least in New York I hear a lot of you know if we see like a hot dude we'll be like that dude's hot people didn't used to talk like that 10 years ago yeah. you know even if a guy told me that he like had hooked up with a dude I don't know if that I wouldn't be like super freaked out by that necessarily right, 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 like right. no I wouldn't I wouldn't I think that's like that's fine. Mm. Mm. That's why you're going to make it. And that's why we're not. So. Oh, yeah. please. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's why you guys are in healthy, good, long-term relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my own shit to work on. <laughs> what makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion 
while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back with Das Race News. Das Race News. Everybody's favorite segment. Again, our guest today is uh, a Julia Shiplet, comedian writer, also uh, a fellow uh, freckled fella. <laughs> freckled American. <laughs> freckled American. <laughs> um, and this is this first article is uh, definitely related to that um, the freckle stuff. This is very important. Um, where's my notes? Right here. Okay. This is this happened recently. Uh, actually, one of our fans sent, sent us this article. So shouts to I think his name was Jonathan O. So shouts to Jonathan. Thanks for sending us uh, this article here. So uh, Zara, the fashion retailer, they're like in a little bit of they're having a little moment right now. Uh, so fashion retailer Zara has sparked widespread debate in China by publishing photos of one of the country's top models without re- retouching her freckles. The model Jing Wen appeared in a seemingly innocuous campaign promoting cosmetics for the Spanish brand. But after Zara posted images to the microblogging platform Weibo on Friday, social media users began vociferously debating her freckles and the definition of beauty in China where spotless pale complexions are often regarded as more attractive people in China some people not everybody right they're just some people are calling it um, uglifying the Chinese beauty beauty standards mm. um, by, because Chinese people typically don't have freckles mm. so they're saying like why are you showing this why are you world? showing this, this like, is not, not liar exactly mm. this is not Chinese beauty um, you know, I mean, it, we also have to remember she is a model, so it's not like you know we 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 like really went off of the reservation here on this. You know, she yeah. is still a beautiful model. Yeah. So uh, it, it, there's a lot of kind of interesting things I feel about this. But Julia, what did you think when you read this? I also thought she did not have that many freckles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that many freckles. Uh, like, hold up, girl. I was like, damn. What if, if they saw my face? I, they'd be like, oh, <laughs> this troll. Oh my god, they clearly made this person up this doesn't exist yeah. oh my god well my mom has freckles so yeah, like i, mean, I like grew, like for this, me it's not weird for right. asian people to have freckles but yeah i mean this person i mean this model is chinese it's not right. like they you know found someone who's not chinese and said she's chinese or something yeah. like that i do i do wonder though because and this is something i'm guilty of and i think i'm kind of like colonized my own mind with this mm-hmm. but sometimes when i'm looking at a um a model an asian model especially one like a runway one because it runway models usually are they have very extreme features yes mm-hmm. they're not like hot they're not they're not like you know conventional yes, beautiful. Right. Yeah, exactly. i mean they have a look of course if you see one you're like oh my god look at this person yeah you yeah. know it's like a, it's like an alien or something but yeah. sometimes i think man they really pick really asian people to be a model do you ever do you oh, ever think about yeah, that yeah 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 I always think about, like, about Asian models like an Asian model I'll see an Asian model I'm like yo they picked the most like Asian like a high fashion supermodel high fashion mm. a, like really Asian yes, like yes, really yes, yes, Asian yes. features Clint, and I'm always Clint like eyes yes yeah, yes yeah like you know I'm like really high cheekbones or something yep. like that right mm-hmm. but I also feel like all like all like high fashion super runway models those really sort of extreme yeah. n- not like the mainstream not the mainstream like, of beauty right 
I think they're doing like I think that they're kind of extreme regardless of what race they are. That's true. Like right, the right. white models usually are like they have very unique shit going on too. Yeah, Same yeah, with yeah, yeah. black model, like yes. of all colors. It's like these are extreme looking people mm. of all races. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like those like you know, a five foot nine Chinese model, yes. she's gonna stand out yes. wherever the hell she is. Yes, like, that's, true. that's not a normal those are not normal those Chinese not normal features yeah, yeah, either. Yeah. Like to be that tall and that thin is like a lot of times that, that person's gonna stand out, stand out. regardless, I think. Did, uh, I didn't know that your mom had freckles. So mm-hmm. did she not like her freckles? Did she like them? Did she think they were okay? Especially growing up in Hong Kong. I think that she has is cool with them and my mom is also probably darker than a lot of like you know, there's like the like very porcelain yes. Asian women who like you know they always have their fucking umbrella yeah, like yeah, they do yeah. not want Where's the skin the touching yeah, 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 yeah. my our, mom our is mom, not like our that our mom said that right? oh really I mean my mom yeah my mom the drive the gloves or the uh, arm, uh, arm gloves yeah, yeah. my mom really? didn't wear the gloves but like she there is a thing in um you know, in, in Vietnamese culture, where it's like you want to be pale. Sure, right? that's, yeah. You know, that's like a pretty common thing. Yeah. Um, and when I you know, this is back, bring it back to advertising, I used to work for uh, a brand that sold whitening cream. Mm. And in Asia, that is like totally cool. Like yep. that is, it's, it's, and it's not even like I'm trying to be white. I just want to be white skinned. Right. 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 And I'm, of course, there's probably some you know race colony shit happening too yeah but like when that brand when when people in the west find out that that brand sells whitening cream they're like what the fuck you know yeah. but in, in in asia it's like well this is this really is what they want to do so I, I i was wondering yeah like if if your mom had to go through anything like that i don't think she really i think my mom is like a pretty in some ways she's very asian but i think that like my mom came she moved to the states when she was 18 to mm. like go to art school in madison wisconsin like my mom was like i think like the cool like artsy hong kong chick who like didn't you know i don't know if you guys had school like i went to a big 10 school and like all the international asian kids a lot of them are like wealthy kids like rich hong kong kids who mostly hung out with other rich hong kong kids at least i went to wisconsin i went to the same school as my mom did oh wow but my mom i think was like she hung out with like the weird art kids yeah, that yeah, were probably yeah. mostly white so like yeah. I feel like my mom didn't she's not like didn't she, necessarily uh, follow all the the Asian like conventional norms mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about because the way I always see it is I feel like America despite all the issues it's very progressive especially in terms of um, like beauty norms if mm-hmm. you think about women and men who are considered attractive today that was not the case 15 years ago you know like even with the whole like you know like thick women are like really attractive right now if they're all over magazines you know like that's 15 20 years ago they would just been called fat probably you know like mm-hmm. i feel like america has kind of moved the needle on like expanding the definition of like beautiful and what's hot mm-hmm. and what's acceptable whereas like asia it hasn't changed it's still skinny pale women with big eyes and mm-hmm. it's like that's always been the case and anything that derails from that people kind of freak out over it you yeah. know i think that's what kind of i mean that's the that's the impression i got when i kind of read this article um but i don't know do you, does your mom i mean i guess she's very westernized but like do you sometimes feel like she has a different beauty standard well i think that you might have this i mean this is i think just this is maybe just a uh immigrant like not just women either but yeah. like 
people are weird about weight you know what i mean yeah. like my mom is like uh my mom's a little taller than me and she's like very willowy she's just like a naturally thin lady yeah so like growing up she would be like you have to fucking finish every piece of rice in your bowl but at the yeah, same time be. she'd be like you should lose a little weight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a little chunky when i like went came back from college and shit yeah. uh, like so she would like make comments about my weight and stuff yeah. But also demand that I finish all the food. Yes. And I think mm. that's just like a... That's an a- Asian mom thing. That is an Asian thing. mom thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like just an immigrant mom yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. But, um, so that was like always kind of annoying to me. But I think, I think my mom uh, thinks all types of people are... She says that someone is very striking. She's like, oh, they're very oh, striking. I like striking. that word. Yeah. Have you uh, mostly dated Asian women? Almost o- only. Oh, cool! Oh, wow. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I I. It's so interesting. I only have only dated Asian women. I once kissed a white girl, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I found out later on she didn't even like me. So <laughs> still counts. Yeah, still, still counts. counts. Wow. Still, still counts in the in in the books. No, I've only dated Asian girls because I grew up in California. Mm-hmm. I went yeah. to a U- University of California school yep. where it was like only Asian yeah, people. You're almost like statistically designed to only date Asian girls. Mm-hmm. My God. I'm, I've, I've, I was, uh, yeah, I was designed uh, in the lab <laughs> to date o- <laughs> the only know, Asian I have girls. extreme Asian pride. Yeah. No, I've, so I'm like, and, and this is a, a thing my, my, my wife knows about this. So I like, I like quote unquote thicker Asian girls. Ooh, mm. yes, 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 yes. Quote unquote, you know, um, and so I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, <laughs> Are there like famous examples of that? Like when, Asian women who are maybe more full-bodied that I that I would know. Maybe in <sighs> maybe in the U.S. But definitely not. Like you're not gonna see a K-pop star with that kind of body. You are know? you talking like like cool Instagram model type girls? No, um, I don't know. I, it's it's weird to it's weird to think about because I when I see it I know. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I see it, <laughs> I when I see it, I know. <laughs> But I'm not like I'm not all about like you know like oh there's this uh, you know you got to be really petite and like yeah, shorter yeah, than yeah, me yeah, yeah. or whatever 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 mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's definitely like kind of yeah. all sorts of, of of different things and like um, yeah I've I've um, I I don't know if it's because of. I was aware of it, but I, I've never been like that. Like, oh my gosh, there's this white girl. I could never, ever. T-. I think a lot of Asian guys are like, oh my god, I could never talk to this girl. Mm, mm, you know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I've just never, never been that interested in talking. To Whoa! Like that. You know, the, the tables have turned. I guess my white friends. You know, I'm looking for that thick Asian girl. Okay, okay, mm. I like that. Two that. C's, yeah. Two C's, yes. That's a great segue onto our next thing about jizz. Um, <laughs> our, our next article is about. It's about jizz. It's it's uh, but it's a, it's a smart jizz. It's from West Point. It's jizz from West Point. So yeah. basically, what's happening is uh, this cadet. Uh, he's a student at West Point. He went skiing. He was a student. He was a student because he's dead. Because it, he died. <laughs> yes. Yes. He died in a, in a skiing accident. Um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And his parents. What was his name? His name. Can I say his name? I guess they wrote of an article you can say about his name. it. Um, Z H U is his last name. Zhu, yeah. Zhu. Um, so his parents, um, they successfully petitioned a court to allow them to extract their son's sperm, citing plans to preserve his legacy and his dream of having children one day. Huh. So they want access to his sperm, and they were the f- there's like two parts to this like 
law case or suit or I don't even know what this is really yeah. called this movement and so the phase one passed so they the scientists went in there and they grabbed the jizz and now it's in the fridge <laughs> that's probably a better way to say that but it's in the fridge now it's yeah. safe but part two is can they have access to it so that's mm-hmm. still being debated but this kind of opens up an interesting conversation about like like Asian people are, like are obsessed with legacy you know mm. they're very traditional in that way and that's what their yes. parents are doing it and I re- when I first read this I was like are they lying you know because the, the, throughout the entire article they're like our, our our son always talked about having kids this dude's like 20 years old yeah, has yeah, yeah. he really been talking about having kids that's what I'm saying yeah, he's 20 yeah, years yeah, old yeah, yeah, man yeah. I think that's mom that's I think mom that's right mom. well is he an only child I don't know mm. because he's probably I mean, only son I mean one way or the other your kid's dead so you want another you know like it's pretty horrible you know so i would yeah. imagine you want to try to i don't know keep keep something going yeah because i i, I think i think in the article it did say because of whatever you know the one child policy blah blah you know they i i think they insinuate that he's an only child mm-hmm. so this now that now this 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 family doesn't have any offspring right woman or you know boy or girl yeah so now they you know this 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 cadet died unfortunately and now they're kind of like interested in doing this thing i mean i i do understand the legacy thing we do you know i'm i i'm it's kind of con- confusing because both of my families mama and dad's side are both named nguyen so mm. i don't know who i'm like per, you know who whose side am i i'm i i guess i'm propagating the the my dad's side which weirdly enough i don't know my dad's family so like Ooh. you know i'm so i'm i'm propagating that line but i fucked it up because i got i married a korean girl so it's like you know <laughs> so now it's gonna be all weird and stuff the like blood that. is tainted super tainted oh, wow bro. yeah yeah do your parents give you pressure like that uh no legacy no legacy? luckily not at all but do you mm. have a, you have brothers sisters i have a younger brother oh yeah, oh, yeah. so the pressure's on him aha maybe. but like not really i mean like my mom already like changed shit up by marrying a white dude true and <laughs> by being know, an art student and my mom yeah, yeah like my mom def- you know she kept her last name my mom did it actually my mom did a documentary a few years ago called spilled water and that is there's a that's a chinese expression for women who basically cannot settle like don't find a, a person and just kind of end up on their own they're like spilled water oh well, is it, there, there's a term in chinese too like about uh, that uh, yeah that's a, in Chinese is that what it is yeah, yeah, water. Yeah. okay so um, I'm, I'm maybe not translating the yeah, like yeah, meaning yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, correctly yeah, yeah. but it's sort of like leftover yeah yes. it's leftover yeah. it's a waste is there a lot of uh, are, are there a lot of women like that like in, in you know I think yes huh there are especially women who are becoming like um, well educated mm. and like climbing up the corporate ladder mm. in China and they are having a very hard time finding men to get on their level basically dang you gotta so go. it's almost like bad to be like a, a high power ambitious yeah. woman in, in china and that's kind of what it's about yo all you gotta do is lay aim low that's what it's like you know these fuck boys mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying when i first read this um i thought of that article you and i read a couple weeks ago about the asian mom who was walking around yeah. campus <laughs> trying to find i a know s- a thing. what did yeah. you guys think about that I thought it was kind of sweet, but then it also like sweet. this is psychotic. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do think so. I think that, um, well, first of all, for sure, now that guy will never have a date. <laughs> <laughs> He's never, ever fucking, yeah, ever, he yeah, has yeah, to transfer yeah, yeah. now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I never really thought about the legacy thing because like once you get to this country, yeah. once you get to America, all sorts of weird shit is happening. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we don't, you know, fortunately don't have like 
the sun only is so important and we only have you know yeah. mm. and there's like kind of a thing going on in China right now because of the one child policy like there's a there's a tilt towards having more men yeah right yes. and it's only like 2% more or something like that but yeah. that's enough that in, in like in terms of billions that's yeah, like yeah. 100 million more dudes yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, an yeah, incredible yeah. sausage fest over in China and mm-hmm. now they got to deal with that shit yeah and so uh, you know I, I never really thought about the legacy thing but to bring it back to this uh this this cadet or whatever now they got a now they got now 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 they just their their family has to go and find a woman for yeah i know and that woman is automatically a widow (laughs) (laughs) she has a tough life ahead now you know and this the, the the son who they have is now going to be all automatically you know, without a, a father. A so, so father. This, see, I was, that was what I was thinking. It's like, it's going to create such a fucked up story for this mm-hmm. kid. Like, they how got, does he explain a situation to his friends? With like, where's your dad? You know what they got to do? They got to, um, they got to clone him mm. so that, and then raise him to be the ultimate Asian like me and only date Asian women. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, that I, sounds terrible. What you always talk about how, uh, you know, Asian parents are very controlling but it's up to you to kind of like break that chain and like do your own thing because it's your life, right? This is kind of fucked up because the dude is dead, but the parents are still kind of controlling his life in a way, you know? Mm. Like what if he didn't want kids or what if he didn't want to, whatever? Like it could be lying and if they create an offspring from using his sperm, that's like, I feel like that's kind of disrespectful. I see. You yeah. know what I mean? Like is, in, in a yeah. way that, because the, the dead guy has no say anymore. Z, is the... Uh did you say in the article like they don't have um, legal access to it or something like that? As of right now, not, not yet. yet, not yeah. yet. But it's in the fridge. It's in the fridge. It's in the fridge. Like like a leftovers. Like a leftovers. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they're going to. I mean, they definitely could find. You know, I guess a some sort of yeah a surrogate or <laughs> maybe you should walk around campus with a bag of jizz yeah <laughs> would you, you like want to date my son turkey baster who's ready go to the library <laughs> And we're back with our guest, Julia Shiplett. Uh, we're going to play some games with you, Julia, if you're cool with that. Let's do it. All right. Um, this game is called, What Do You Really Think About Asian Guys? And uh, what we've done is we've... Um, oh, I see. <laughs> yes. We have... This is something that we started doing with our guests, is we go on the advanced search, search option on Twitter, and mm. we, we search for anything you've tweeted with the word Asian in it, and uh, we try to figure out what... What you really think about Asians are, and uh, wait, you went through my tweets? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yes, we did an advanced search. Cool. It's all on here. Every single tweet that you've ever tweeted about Asian people, boom, cataloged. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Have I tweeted a lot? Um, not I don't that know. much. I don't. Maybe think. like seventeen times, which okay. is uh, I think is not enough. But uh, you know, okay. we'll go ahead. I'll work on that. <laughs> we'll continue. We'll continue <laughs> here. Um, so we just want to go through these tweets with you, and you can tell us like what your you know the background. I guess the background of yeah. it. Yeah. Are these old? I don't remember shit. Well, well you gotta remember. Okay. This, this one's from... Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> this you're from 2011. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't do this shit. Don't do this shit? <laughs> well, I mean, we this is so offensive. Listen, okay. they're not offensive. We're okay, not, this good. is not like a gotcha moment. Okay, this is good. like, hey, let's celebrate all the, the 17 times you've thought about us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's but not one. all of them have to do with Asian men. No, no, no. It no, could just okay. be Asian whatever. People, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just your... Yeah, sorry. Just Asian people. So okay. here, here's a tweet that I liked that you tweeted in 2016. Four likes. Not enough, I think. Mm. Um... Three guys I've date I've either dated or hooked up with have ended up with Asian girls. I think I'm a gateway Asian. Mm. Mm. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. How do you 
are you saying gateway Asian because you're half Asian and yes. you feel like they're just trying you out? Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, how does I'm the mean? marijuana. Oh. I am <laughs> the marijuana of Asian. Come on, man. Yeah, and then they get into the more serious stuff. Yeah, yeah. Before before we switch straight up to opium. Yeah. Do you? Uh, yeah, you do have a kind of a marijuana vibe too. You know, kind of laid back. You know what I'm saying? But careful, careful. You know, could, you get could, addicted. Could, yeah, could get you, you can get knock addicted, you on your ass man. if you're not. Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel though? Like, does that? I mean, I know this is supposed to be funny, and it is. But does yeah. that when you when you see that happen in your life, does that kind of make you go, oh, like was he just using me? Like, does it make you feel weird? I mean, <laughs> honestly, like I don't give a shit. Ooh. I mean, like I think that I think there are some white dudes I think who for sure. Uh, have a fetish yes. but I also think there are white guys who do not right. you know yeah, what I yeah, mean yeah, like course, I feel like I'm the product of that like I liked I think it's funny to joke about that stuff and like I yeah. feel like um, I can talk about it because I am the product of yeah. a white guy and an Asian woman Yeah, but like you know my dad had never dated an Asian woman before like yeah. he they met through friends I don't like my dad like was uh, married to a white woman before my mm. my mom like I don't think like his plan was not to find a, a right. nice, yes. submissive Asian yeah. woman because yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom is not ha- that nice or submissive. <laughs> have you, <laughs> have you ever, have you ever dated? I want, I want. Uh, have you ever dated an Asian guy that dated you and then only dated white girls? <laughs> the reverse of that. The reverse. The reverse, the reverse one. Mm. Ah. No, unfortunately not. Ah. I haven't really. I've like. I've hooked up with a Havzy, but I've never, I've not dated. Havzy. Hold on here. <laughs> now we gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, never dated. Uh, wow. But I haven't like, no, I told you, I, Asian no, you, guys they, do not hit on me. No. Asian people hit on me. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to the listeners. <laughs> this is starting to a classified ad. Hold on here. Where's that Asian mom? <laughs> um, the turkey yeah. butt space <laughs> A little older, that I need someone a little older. Uh, not um, a sperm. Yeah, not just okay. Sperm. This is a hilarious tweet. I remember reading this one a long time ago. This was like a year ago. You said, uh, "Whenever I say hip, attractive, oh no, no, not this one. Oh, this one. Lord, give me the confidence of a white man who opens a Southeast Asian fusion truck after spending three weeks in Thailand." <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, absolutely. True. Yeah. There's so many like. Uh, do you guys have you been to Pak Pak? Yeah, in Carroll uh, Gardens, right? It, it, yeah, it's oh, like yes. b- by the water. Yeah, yeah, it's that's like run super, by white dudes. Yeah. yeah. Is that why everything is like $38? And also like so, so spicy to the point that you can't even actually taste flavor. Mm. Yeah. Where it's almost like, let me just like make this extreme. Where it's like, I feel like if an Asian chef would do be much more nuanced with right, the use right, of, right, of right. spice. Mm. They, they, they associate like just spicy pain with uh, like authenticity. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's like a perfect that, way of putting like it. To do it, yeah. yeah. Damn, I just called out Pac Pac so hard. But <laughs> We're gonna tag him. Uh, I, I also uh, want to call them out because I uh, couldn't get a reservation. So ha, take that, Pac Pac. They should let Asians in Asian restaurants. That should be a rule. Oh. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that racist to have like different lines? It's That's racist. Like, That's like, definitely racist. No, That's why I said like that. How a comedy club will let comics in. Because you're just like, hey, I'm just here to just hang out, just support the cuisine. I'm going to support, you know, I'm here to just, you know, see what you got going on. That's so true. Yeah. That's great. Let's wrap this up with a, uh, a very n- nice tweet that Julia had uh, put on the internet about Asian guys. Okay. Here we go. This is from 2013. How was that summer, by the way? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> How was summer of 2000? Okay. What did I s- Oh, shit. Whenever okay. you see a white chick holding hands with an Asian guy, you know she's mad cool. 
Uh-huh. One like. This one like. One like. What a dumbass tweet. One That's an embarrassing like. ass tweet. I don't know what. Cool. I was probably walking behind that. Yeah, and it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably like a cool seeming. But you know what? This is very. Um, this is important because this came in 2013, and it was still like right now. It's like not that big of a deal anymore. Uh, to see like an Asian guy with a white girl at least for me I see it like everywhere now but in you 2013 you see it every day baby I see it every day that's right when I wake up uh. she's there pissed because I'm leaving <laughs> she's pissed. Um, but back then like 2013 2012 like it was still like it was a, it was still a sight to see you know I I mean uh, we, we had a discussion about this before because and I, this is kind of because I'm older it is. This is entirely because I'm older, mm, but mm, mm. I am not at all optimistic about this whole like whatever the mixing wave? of. I mean, wait, mixing. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I want it <laughs> I to don't happen. Know about this. No, hold on here. Hold on here. Is it because like, oh, now it's okay for you know? Now we're going to see a lot of Asian guys with white girls. In 1999, mm. there was an article written about this about like oh uh you know asian women are starting to date a- white women are start dating asian men because like you know then it was the article was ridiculous it was about like how asian men like love families and we have good jobs and shit like that so it was problematic in its own way yeah. mm. but it, it all of you know in college in you know in 1999 all of my friends were like yeah we're finally gonna have our moment and nothing happened oh my god so like this i'm like you know we also thought the same thing with you know uh representation with margaret cho with blah blah blah, blah. and we, we like we we just got back to 1999 again. Oh. In my mind, we're like still 20 years back. Right, right, so right, like, right, right. I'm like, okay, well, let's see what else can happen. That's you fascinating. Know, for I me, I didn't even know about the article. That's yeah. how like nobody knows about it. That's how like you know it's been just brushed under the. This is like head. I don't know. You know, like I, I just I also think the whole like. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't help it, but I try not to keep score. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I try not to keep score. I'm keeping score for sure, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, but don't you feel like there have, in even the past year, there had, like, you know, I know like Crazy Rich Asians is like a, a very like obvious example, yeah, 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 but yeah. like, I think m- just more mainstream audiences who probably do not interact with Asians on a regular basis yeah. are seeing imagery of very attractive Asian men and women, of course, yeah. but like, I, I just feel like it's. I think people are find, like, yeah, Asian dudes are hot. There are hot yeah. Asian dudes, yeah, like yeah, for yeah. sure. And I'm just gonna take that sound clip and uh, <laughs> play, play it <laughs> yeah. on my play it on my iPod. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's a hot take. Like, I think, yeah, yeah. I I think that, um, of course, it's still very uh, disproportionate to Asian women and white right, dudes. Right, right, right. But like, I also hope that like. Asian people start branch. I think that Asian people and white people culturally are sometimes more adjacent. Of like course. it is more, Absolutely. it's an easier transition perhaps to, than to other yeah, races, yeah. I guess you could say, mm. because I do think Asians share certain privileges that white people also do mm-hmm. in this country. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I don't know, I hope Asians also branch out to like other types of races as I well. I agree, I yeah. agree. I'm waiting yeah. for like an East Asian with like a South Asian, I'm waiting for like all sorts of combinations. That's like, still Asian though. I'm talking like that's true, but like South repre- Asians with Black people. South, yeah, I mean South that's East. fine. That's yeah, fine yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But like I've, i you know, I've, I'm looking, I'm thinking about combinations of things, and like there are, you know, we end up getting like into certain like ones. I yeah. guess you could say, you know, and those those are great. That's yeah. great, you know. But yeah, to your point, it's like yeah, let's all branch out. Yeah, to all these uh, different. I mean, things. I will, it's too late for me, but yeah. you know, that's a yeah. I mean, I would love to like you know bang a Native American girl or something like that someday, you know. That's a wonderful. Fumi, you just sounded like such a pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We're gonna edit this out. We're gonna edit this out. 
Um, okay, <laughs> let's play your game here. Okay. Well, oh yeah, my game. Yeah. Uh, you wrote an an awesome uh, article on New York Times. Um, let me uh, pull up the game here, and uh, you were in for a lot of different things. The New York Times, um, New Yorker. Um, it's still loading. This is why I'm stalling. Here we go. Uh, and it was, and uh, the one you had for uh, New York Times is reasons uh, reasons I may be eating right now. Yeah. Which was awesome. Super funny. How did you come up with that, by the way? Uh, I was <laughs> I was freelance r- copywriting at a, a, an agency, and they didn't have shit for me to work on for literally three weeks. Yeah. So I just like had a shit ton of snacks in my desk, and I was just like <laughs> I was just like binge eating at my desk because I literally didn't know what else to do, and I was like, why am I reasons I'm eating right now? Like literally, great. it was I was narrating what I was like going through. Did you bang that out in like in like an hour session, yes, or did you? I did. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. And then I like came back to it the next day and added some other scenarios but it was very much just like reflecting my yeah. life yeah <laughs> that's great uh so we're gonna have a game uh it's called reasons i may be blank right now mm, doing something right now okay and uh, you know we'll we'll give you the scenario and then you should you give us the reason why you may be doing that thing so reasons i may be crying right now Ooh, God. just give us one <laughs> um i just left an open mic Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yes. That's a good one. We can all relate to that one. How about reasons I may be watching conspiracy videos right now? Mm. I am stoned. <laughs> <laughs> reasons I may be signing up for this yoga newsletter right now? I am starting to dabble in astrology. <laughs> <laughs> reasons I may be avoiding eye contact with the soul cycle alpha female right now? I just farted. <laughs> That's a good one. That's hey, great. These are good. Oh, you were so fun. That's great. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That was, that so, was a fun game. That was, that was so was fast, dude. Oh, how about this one? Last one. Reasons I may not be eating right now. Mm, when does that happen? That literally does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You, uh, you win all of the points. <laughs> Okay, everybody, that was episode 55. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, our guest today was Julia Shiplett from all kinds of stuff. New Yorker, New York Times, check her out. Uh, Julia, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, come to my weekly show at Friends and Lovers called Side Ponytail every Wednesday and last Saturday of the month. Yeah, yeah. super good show. It's an amazing show. And uh, again, you can also follow us on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod, and you can also find me on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. You can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. What, Ju- Julia? What's your uh, Instagram? Oh yeah, Instagram and Twitter is at Julia Shiplet. Perfect. And we'll uh, leave a link to that on the. Uh, description um, what else oh yeah iTunes review please leave a, a review on iTunes that always helps also check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Asian not Asian pod we also have uh, our next Hack City show coming up that's March 20th Wednesday 8pm here at Canal Street Market the address is 265 Canal Street so check us out there's a ticket link in our Instagram bio so definitely come check it out it's been like an amazing time Hack it's City. been crazy time. it's been an insane time and we gotta have you back you yes, were available last month hell yeah it's right to. here now and it's so good it's crazy it's very very good um what else? Oh yeah, Qu- quick shout out to um six ninety nine per pound podcast. Uh, we were on their show and they're releasing it tomorrow, I believe, or today if you're listening to this on Monday. So definitely check their uh, podcast out where Mike and I do a deep analysis on Ken Jong's comedy. Yeah, special. we're gonna lose a lot of fans. We're gonna we, lose a lot of fans. We come to his defense. Yes, but. we defend him, but um, you know that's just who we are. Uh, anything else? 
no this is uh, awesome uh yeah leave a uh, you know thank you very much again yes Julia, thank you so much this was Thanks, so much guys. fun this is great um and uh let's get some food man yeah let's do it okay Ooh. bye this episode of asian not asian is presented in partnership with listening party follow the crew on instagram at listening party presents and at canal street market